Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pat and uh, Stu joining me today. My voice is about to go out, but uh, I can't wait to needle bill o'reilly coming up in just a second <laughs> we were off the air we were just talking about uh, jeffy and i was wondering guys can we have an intervention with jeffy because we have sweat block now as a oh. sponsor and mm. he's the sweatiest guy i know he is the sweatiest mm. guy like to the by point, far he, they have by to far. keep whenever he comes on tv they have to keep the temperature so low that he will not just start gushing flop sweat oh yeah no he's like uh he's like a polar bear it is pretty crazy, yeah, but I mean, cold. you have these, uh, the sweat block has not only the normal, uh, you know, deodorant and antiperspirant thing. Yeah, that's what I use, and it's the best I've ever used, but they also have the clinical protection for excessive sweat. we got to try this with Jeffy. An mm-hmm. antiperspirant wipe. Mm-hmm. Now, these are just like hand wipes. We need them in the towel size, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know well, if they, they make Well, them. for him, there's, do they have tarp size? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's sweat block. You can get it at Amazon <laughs> or go to sweatblock.com with the promo code Beck. You're going to save 20%. Honestly, best deodorant antiperspirant I've ever used. is with us to talk about the news of the week uh, the mask mandates going away uh, I don't know maybe his experience you know on an airline trying to go some I don't know uh, we'll bring that up with uh, Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds all right We've been talking about this coming for a long time, and everybody has been saying can't happen, can't happen. And I've been saying they're devaluing our money, and your money will become worth less and less until it is eventually worthless. We are now losing officially 8.5% uh, of your dollar's value. Okay, eight, that's eight, nine cents on every dollar you've lost. So you keep it in the bank, you keep it someplace, uh, you're losing that money. If you trade that dollar in for gold, gold will hold its value. You're not going to lose money. You might even gain money. This is so important to understand. It's not just an investment like stocks. This is almost the closest you can get to like a guarantee 
of holding the value of a dollar. And you might even make some in the end. It's a hedge against inflation, a hedge against insanity. Please call Goldline today and find out if it's right for you. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Ask about their special on graded $5 gold Indian head coins. You might be eligible for some free platinum as well. Call them right now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. <coughs> How are you, sir? <laughs> I almost feel sorry for you, Beck. I know. Almost. I know. Not quite, but I do have a question. Yes. You had COVID a few months ago, right? I think you've yeah. had it twice, uh-huh. and now you have the, the sniffles. No, it's, get, it is, it's uh, allergies. In Texas, allergies. this is the worst allergy place I've ever been in my life. Is Dallas, you got to get a hazmat suit, number one. Yeah, but it's bad. Do you ever get the feeling God is punishing you? you, you <laughs> Every <laughs> Friday around this time, yeah. Oh, yeah. he may have allergies, but his wit is not dim. Well, I'm just saying. Also, I'd like to break some news on the Glenn Breck radio program. Okay. You remember the uh, Easter Bunny uh, leading Joe Biden away from the reporter's questions yes. uh, on yeah. Monday. You remember yeah. that? Yes, yes. You know who was inside the Easter Bunny costume? Yeah, I don't think this is breaking news. I think this came out Tuesday. No, it's Stu. Oh, <laughs> Stu. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, I, I don't think you guys reported that it. it was Stu mm, that uh, was running around that. You should have noticed because that's was, actually he's not in an Easter bunny outfit. That's uh, Stu looks like that. He wears a a human outfit every day here on the program. I'm a bit of a furry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way that uh, I think your viewers uh, be interested to know that, you know, Stu recognized that the president might be in a little precarious position <laughs> having to actually answer a question. Bill, have you ever gently lived? Have you ever seen that before where the Easter bunny had to rescue a president? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. But I saw the wolf man drag Donald Trump out of a press conference. Once. Okay. All right. Well, that one even makes sense in some <laughs> strange way. Um, so, Bill, let's talk about the mask mandates going away. Okay. That's not the biggest story of the week. Though. Okay. Well, I want to start there. Um, and you'll see my. But I, yeah, I know. You can store wherever you want. You're yeah, oh I know. God. You're, You're right. a successful guy. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Mask mandates. So, this is. Um, and this is my question. Mm-hmm. And, and I am an inquisitive, simple man. Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden comes out, the president says, uh, and he's asked, what do you think about the, the mass of people wearing masks? He goes, oh, it should be up to them. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It should be up to them. I mean, you know, they want or they can't, they don't. And then 24 hours later, the Justice Department, under his orders, appeals, spending millions and millions of taxpayer dollars, the federal judge's ruling, mm-hmm. knocking out, the mass mandates on uh, public transportation. So I'm saying, you know, a simple man, wait a minute, if Biden just said it should be up to the person, that is optional, why is he spending tens of millions of dollars appealing this ruling? Any of you guys have an answer for that? No, but it leads me to another question on this, and that is, um, is that what you were mad about? When you were at the airport, I knew, that, I knew you were just trying to get there, back. I just knew this whole thing is a ruse. It's a facade. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get a pen and a pad. Okay. Here yeah. it is. All right. 
7 a.m. flight, JFK, Turks, Caicos. Yeah. Airtime, three hours, 15 minutes, supposed to arrive at around 1020 in the islands. Yeah, okay. Hang on just a second. You had, I think you had the sympathy of the American people. Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, you did. All right, go okay. ahead. So I'm just trying to go on a little vacation. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, a little break. Sure. That's all I want. Paid my money. <laughs> All right, you got to get to the airport two hours ahead for yeah. international flights. Right, so you're there at five. It's a Seven a.m. flight, but you got to be there at five. Yeah. Okay. I arrived a little bit late, but not too much. All right, I'm trying to be a good guy, <clears throat> good consumer. I walk through uh, the uh, security, mm-hmm. try to get in. Um, you know, they put me against the wall, uh, spread you, you know, all of that. But yeah, I yeah. finally arrive at the gate, and it says on time. JetBlue on time. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> Five hours later. No. No. And so I'm sitting there, about 100 people, and they know, they know me. And then people are coming up with kids. And they're like, what's going on? Can you find out what's going on? Because the JetBlue gate people wouldn't tell anybody. They kept moving the flight back and back and back and back. All right. Finally, after three hours and 20 minutes, I get up, all right, and I walk over to inquire. I said, can I speak to the supervisor? Supervisor comes out. I said, look, it's three hours and 20 minutes, all right? We got to know, are you going to take off or not? Meanwhile, Delta, flying the same route, takes off on time, okay? So JetBlue is going, well, the weather. I said, no, no, no. There's no weather it's nice here. It's nice in the Turcos and you're in Turks Caicos and your competition took off at 11 o'clock. All right. It flew the route. So anyway, the guy gets what, well, in my opinion, my humble opinion, he gives me an attitude and then it degenerated from there. I say I was wrong using bad language and I yeah. used a little bad language, not a lot, but a little, but whenever you do that, you lose. Even if your anger is righteous, as mine was, righteous anger, and everybody else there, I thought it was going to be a riot at, at one point. Now, I had immediately my uh, staff research JetBlue for that day, April 3rd, okay? 76% of their flights were either canceled or delayed. Hmm. 76%. So I did a little bit more investigating. You know why the plane didn't take off? They didn't have a pilot. So word got back to them that there was O'Reilly's a little teed off. They call a pilot at home in New York. He gets in the car. It's his day off. He drives in. He shows up five hours and 15 minutes late. And he tells the people they dragged me in on my day off. That's what he says. Okay. Now. Most of the, it's now seven hours, Mm. five hour and 15 minute delay, and you're there two hours ahead of time. Finally, the thing takes off. I do even more research. I find out that on their whole system, they can't, they don't have enough pilots or flight crews to put the planes in the air, yet they still schedule the flights back. And I think everybody in the country, and this isn't just happening at JetBlue. It's happening at Alaska Airways and others. And the Boston Globe, the only one 
that did an expose because there's a big hub there in Boston at Logan. And Tuesday of this week, more than 50% of this week, even after all of this, more than 50% of JetBlue flights were either canceled or delayed. Do you get the feeling that this is out of control? Let's take it a step further. Who's in charge of JetBlue? The Department of Transportation. Who is the Secretary of Transportation? Might that be Pete Buttigieg? Is he still on maternity leave? I don't know. Okay? I don't know. There's not an airport near South Bend of any note. The Department of Transportation today could find JetBlue amazing amount of money. But Buttigieg doesn't do jack. And this has been going on for months. Do you hear it? I'm a little righteous angry now. I'm getting a little... No, I know, I know. Okay? Mm -hmm. Wait until you see I brought that poor guy out. I'm going to bring him out in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. It's not about me. This is about fraud and the inducement. Millions and millions of Americans are paying their money to these airlines with the expectation they're going to get to where they want to go. College kids, families on spring break, Easter break, stranded for sometimes days. And nobody in the Biden administration is doing anything about it. Nobody. I have contacted the Easter Bunny to tell the president, you got to solve this thing. You know, that's what happened when you sucked all the fun out of my question. You really did. I knew it. I knew it. See, I (laughs) I have legitimate righteous anger. So does everybody else. Thanks for wrecking it for me. All right. Hang on. Back with Bill O'Reilly in just a second. If you're somebody who lives in constant pain, um, you know, I've tried this on Bill O'Reilly. That pain in my just does not go away. No matter how much I, no matter how much I rub on Bill O'Reilly, maybe I should just ingest them. Actually, I take uh, three times a day. I take Relief Factor, and it has really, truly changed my way of life. I've gotten my life back. Um, I couldn't do anything four years ago. Relief Factor. I never thought it would work. It does. Please try it. There's a three-week quick start. It's 1995. Go there. Get the three-week quick start. See if there's any changes in your pain. If there, if there isn't after three weeks, there probably isn't going to be any change. But 70% of the people go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800 for relief. It's ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill O'Reilly joins us from BillOReilly.com. Don't forget his new book, Killing the Killers, is coming out, I don't know, sometime in the May future. 3rd, May 3rd. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Beck. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, I know you wanted to have some fun at my expense today, and I'm sorry to ruin your fun. Yeah. Um, but this is, is, is a serious problem for all Americans. It's a direct problem that causes suffering uh, for millions of people. Have you heard this reported no, on never. ABC? Okay. No. Why? Why do you think it hasn't been reported? <laughs> uh, probably for a not another problem for the administration. No. The airline companies take a massive amount of advertisements on the network uh, news. All right. That's why they the corrupt corporate media will not report it because the ad revenue from the airlines is significant. 
second thing, when you saw the dopey tape on the uh, smear sites, did, was there any context of what I just said? Did you see any context there at all? Well, no. I, I know you, so I know context. Okay, but you didn't see any, did you? No, yeah, but I know you're a hothead, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's part of my charm. Oh, yes. I, I tell everybody, I tell my audience, particularly younger people, if you use bad language, as I did, then your righteousness declines. Yeah, you lose. Right? That, that is a bad mm. thing to yeah, do. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry I used that language, yeah. but I'm not sorry that I got angry because yeah. I uh, it was righteous anger. Okay. Now you want to know the other big stories here? Yes, Back today. Yes, group. Okay, you ready? Yeah. The collapse of CNN Plus oh. mm. and the collapse of the Walt Disney Company stock price. Well, these are you're serving up stories. a breakfast. I'm anxious to eat. <laughs> Let's start with CNN. Okay. So here we have a product that is dubious, word of the day, dubious product. Nobody watches it in relation to uh, the population of 330 million Americans, maybe 600,000 in prime time watch CNN. I think that's a little minuscule. When you were there, Beck, when you were on CNN, you had five times what they have now in audience. Do you realize that? Yeah, and I was also deemed by them a failure Really? You had Mm. five times as many viewers as they have now. Mm. So the geniuses at CNN, and this is Zucker before he got fired, you know, let's do another part of CNN and charge people money to watch it. Yeah. Wait, wait, Jeff. Hold it. They're not watching for free. Why would they watch when you're charging them? Okay. So... Jeff and his minions can make a, we think we can get 2 million subscribers on CNN Plus. You know how many they got? 150,000. I don't I believe that. A, I don't either. No, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't that believe the number either. Yeah. It's a little below projections. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, wait, I, uh, you just have to remember, this is a global network. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you can subscribe in Pakistan, Yes, all right, to CNN Plus. But the Pakistani go, why? Why, why would I do that? Okay, so um, anyway, I know this world because I run a subscription news service, BillOReilly.com, and which is, thank God, and I mean that literally, I do thank God every day, because... We offer a product that people can't get anywhere else, and they deem it worthy. And it's uh, very, very successful. But CNN? Really? Are you going to pay money to see Wolf Blitzer? Are are you really going to pay him? No, if they were paying me, maybe, you know, then maybe I would. Well, if you were on there, say, say CNN Plus hired O'Reilly back to do what we do on the radio every Friday. Say, say that they said, look, O'Reilly and Beck, you come in to CNN Plus, and you, for an hour, kick it around. Yeah, people would, I think, pay to see that. Well, you say, except we wouldn't do it. Neither okay, of us would have went to work a hypothetical. I know, I know, but... Stu, explain hypothetical to Beck, please. Uh, I don't this have that kind of sound. hypothetical, okay? 
But if you're going to say, hey, there's Anderson Cooper, give me $5, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That would be a weird commercial. So but. what do you think is going to happen uh, to CNN? I mean, they've, they've just flushed. All right, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. An excellent question, Beck. Even in your allergic state, mm-hmm. you still are able to bring it. Sure, sure. Chris Wallace, who they're paying multi-millions of dollars for, okay, mm-hmm. That was he doesn't have a job right now, technically. They're going to put him at 9 o'clock, and I think they're going to hire Brian Williams, everyone. Oh, my god! So gosh. it'll be like mm. Wallace and Williams at 9 for a hard news hour. And that's going to rebrand CNN as a serious news organization. So that's where they're going. They know they can't win. It's been years and years and years. They've had these people on television. Nobody watches them. That's not going to change. They're not going to magically wake up in the morning going, ah, you know, I got to I gotta see that Don Lamont tonight. I got to watch Don. <laughs> not going to happen. All right? So they'll, they have to plug Wallace in because they're paying him multi-millions of dollars. And, and they got to get somebody with him because he can't carry a program by himself. So that's what I think they're going to do at 9 o'clock, and then they're going to rebrand like, oh, we're back. We're news guys, and that's what's going to happen. Right. All right, so let's talk about Disney. Oh, love this story. Disney stock, and I sold it when they first started going woke. I had it, and I said, this is not going to work. It's 35% down year to year, okay? 35% hit a yearly low yesterday. State of Florida pulled out all their tax credits, which they've had since Walt Disney himself back negotiated the deal in Orlando, Florida with the state to uh, build Disney World. Now, Disney's got to pay all the taxes on that sweetheart deal they had. That's going to cost them tens of millions of dollars. In addition, Every traditional family in this country hates Disney. Right? Am I right? No, yeah, you're right. Because they attacked the family. They said, we want your five-year-old in school to discuss gender identity. That's what Disney is promoting. I mean, this is almost suicidal, is it not? I think it is, um, but I want to. I want to switch. We're going to have to take a quick break, and I want to switch. So the House yesterday, the Florida House, approved uh, the bill that had passed the Senate to dissolve all of their special exemptions um, for the state. They, you know, they used to be have the run of their own property, et cetera, et cetera. However, this burden of money is now going to also shift to the taxpayers. And I'm wondering how that's going to play out long term. So we'll get your point of view on that coming up in just a second. When you donate to a charity, I bet you're a lot like me. You make sure it's a worthy cause and that it does what it says it's going to do. May I encourage you to do your own homework on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Charity Navigator rates them four out of four. 
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. So when a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live a more independent life. And now they have Operation Home Base, where Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. This is the kind of work that we should all be engaged in. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor, donate $11 a month at T, the number 2, T.org. That's T, 2, T, dot org. Do it now. T, 2, T, dot org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Bill, we were talking about Disney, and um, I know how this deal was put together. I know why it was put together. I know why um, uh, Florida made the deal. Uh, however, those days are past. Now, he has just said that Disney no longer can have you know their own their own uh, building inspectors and everything else. However. It appears as though this burden now is going to go on to the taxpayer. And uh, they're saying the county, what county is it? Uh, Osceola? Two of them. Yeah. yeah. Two of them. Orange, um, Orange and Osceola, I believe. Yeah. And um, it, they say that this could increase property taxes by 20% uh, beginning next year. That will not have to happen, and I'll explain it in a moment. But Good. give me a minute at the end of this segment because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something interesting to tell you. Okay. Okay. So all the counties have to do um, where Disney World is is to pass local taxes, and you can do that in a variety of different ways. For example, you could have a local two percent tax on parking, so people who park in any Disney facility, which is you know in the county have to pay an extra 2% to the county. You see what I mean? Yeah. So you can make that money up easy. This isn't about the people are not going to get hammered. This is the left-wing propaganda that always happens. I I know that. I I mean, there's no way that Ron DeSantis missed this one. That's just what we're we're hearing. (laughs) All they have to do is is fly me down there, and I'll give them uh, how, how, how you can do your local taxes to make more money than you have now so nobody has to get taxed i will tell you it is going to change the feel of uh, disney world um you know when you get off the highway exit for disney world it's manicured lawns the black top is black you know i mean the stripes on the road the the medians are well maintained that's because disney has done it the the state and the uh, county is they're not going to do that they'll maintain it like they do the rest of the county i don't really care I know because um, I'm not going to Disney World. I took my kids there and, and, and I don't blame any American for taking their children there. But right now, if you go to Disney World in Orlando, you better bring a lot of money yeah. because a family of four <laughs> spending three days there, you're looking at about five grand. Okay, that's incredible. So they're gouging, they're gouging everyone, and this is this is what gets me. So they're so woke and they're so noble, and they virtue signal this is Disney all day long. 
Well, poor people can't afford to go into your park. Do you not understand mm-hmm. that? Could you not maybe sell discounted tickets, um, you know, in some way to allow working families to come and enjoy it? Do you have to gouge on every single thing you do? Because that is the reality of Disney. And we're not even talking about what they do in China. Do you realize that Disney Shanghai pumps $5 billion into that corporation a year? You know what they pay their workers in Disney Shanghai? About 80 cents an hour. Okay? I mean, it's just... Mm. I, I, every time I turn on, and I never very rarely do, The View, and, and that's Disney. That's Disney. And I'm going, this is corporation, but the folks have revolted back. That CEO who made this crazy thing in Florida, who attacked the family unit there, he's gone. Yeah, well, it's not his fault, though, honestly. He was he wanted to stay out of all of this stuff. It was the, well, it was, I agree with you. He handled it poorly internally and yes. he should be gone. But their entire uh, employee roster, it seems yeah, in, in Burbank is just nuts. In Burbank, that's what they they let these loons in, in Hollywood, in L.A. run their corporation. That's what and they do. Yeah. So you get what you deserve. The American, the Disney brand, once the strongest brand in the United States of America, there was no stronger brand, is now destroyed probably forever. But this shows you the power of the people. And we're going to see it in November with the midterm election. All this woke garbage, all of this progressive nonsense. This had to happen. Biden had to happen. For the backlash, the ferocity of the people, finally, to emerge. And it's going to Beck. So CNN and Disney are just the first two. So here's the thing about the woke left. They hate Disney and its original values. They hated Walt Disney sure. um, himself. Because it's a traditional family. Correct. They hated it. So right. they don't mind if they destroy it. If they can use it and pervert it, they'd much rather do that. But they're going to be happy either way. Does it? I don't does think they're going to be happy after November. But, uh, when you see what happens in November, I don't think there's going to be one woke progressive happy. Uh, and that's coming up. It's, it's almost six months away. And if you think uh, Joe Biden and his new finan- his new national security advisor, the Easter Bunny, is going to solve inflation in six months. I mean, you know, it's not going to happen. So can I ask you another question that's been bothering me all week is um, about the war in Ukraine? Yes. Um, we are, you know, we went from, oh, no, we can't. We, we got to stop Poland from allowing the Ukrainians to fly away with old MiGs. Well, that would be our involvement would would get us into trouble, too. We just said yesterday, yeah, here's another billion dollars worth of howitzers and and high tech um, uh, armaments. And Biden said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask the Congress for more. Sure. What is happening? Are we going to war? It's going to be build back better Ukraine. Um, The United States government senses weakness on Putin. All right. And now uh, they're piling on to try to take him out in the sense that if he loses in Ukraine, his power structure in Russia is uh, much, much less. Okay, that's number one. 
Number two, the, the MiG thing is, is bogus because Poland wanted to fly those planes to a U.S. base and then have the planes go. Biden didn't say, no, Poland, you can't give the Ukrainians MiGs. He didn't want to have our air base used. But- and I understood that at the, I, because here's the bottom line on it. The Ukrainian pilots cannot stand up to Russian pilots. They would have been blown out of the sky in three days. I saw it happen in my own eyes in the Falklands War when Britain killed every single Argentine pilot, every one in that war. The same thing would have happened if the Ukrainians had gone up in an air war against Russia. It's the ground war that the Russians are losing, and they are. And that's why NATO and the United States are now flooding the zone with weapons. I don't see a flaw in the strategy. And, and I'm not, you don't negotiate with a guy like Putin from weakness. And right now, Putin is losing there. But we wanted a arm's length distance from all of this because Biden said, you know, Putin will, if we get too cozy, with Ukraine and we're doing things on the ground, Putin's just going to blame it on us and then we'll be, you know, sucked yeah, into that Putin war. Can blame it on us no matter what we do. No matter what we do, Putin can blame it on us. Right now, you've got a, a coalition, NATO and the United States, feeding weaponry into Ukraine so they can defend themselves. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Did you see you, the- you know, if you say, well, we don't want to provoke Putin, Putin doesn't need provocation. Putin can say tomorrow, right. the United States did this to us, they threatened, well, we're going to do this. All right. So, I mean, you're dealing with a guy who is not a rational guy at this point, and you want to weaken him as much as possible. Did you see the I think it's foreign policy came out with uh, a video analysis of Putin grabbing onto the table and his his puffy throat. They say at best, it looks like he's on steroids for his back, but he has seen a cancer specialist 35 times. He may be going through chemo. Do you believe that? He looks he looks terrible. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen this guy topless in six months, and that's your indication. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, he, he's got he's got problems. <laughs> All right, Bill. Now, listen, I want to tell you something important, Beck. Yeah. Next week, and we, maybe we can talk about it next Friday, is the anniversary of Abu Ghraib story breaking in two thousand four. Okay. Yeah. It was a horrible story, and it made the United States look terrible worldwide. And the left latched upon it to try to destroy Bush the younger. Everybody remembers Abu Ghraib, right? Yep. Okay, and the mantra of the left was, it doesn't work, this doesn't work, coerced interrogation doesn't work. So my book, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, comes out May 3rd, and Beck has read it, I think, twice now. Um, And it refutes that. And it says in the book, and documented evidence, national security evidence, that coerced interrogation saved hundreds of thousands of lives. And this is a very, very important book, perhaps my most important book, Killing the Killers, because it tells you things that no one knows. And we got it from people who do know. And it's an amazing read. So I I hope everybody will check it out. And when you hear about Abu Ghraib next week, know you are not being told the truth. Now, the morality of torture, that's something every individual has to decide for themselves. But if your daughter is being raped and killed as Kayla Muller was, the poor girl from Arizona, and a guy knows where she is, you tell me what you would do. 
Bill O'Reilly, his new book, Killing the Killers, uh, comes out uh, the first part of May. He joins us every Friday, and you can see him at BillOReilly.com. That's BillOReilly.com. Bill, God bless. Talk to you okay, again. Okay, hope you feel better, Ben. Thank you. Bye-bye. See bye. you. Bye. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. And it's not just as simple of just having someone who knows how to find a good home for you that's in your budget or get your home out there at the best possible price. Those things are important, but those are must have. You need somebody that has a real team, the experience um, and the track record of doing it time and time again. The agents that we work with at realestateagentsitrust.com take their jobs seriously. They know all the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the next level. Go with realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking for a real estate agent to buy or sell a house anywhere, just uh, email us. Let us know. We get back to you. I, you know, within the hour, it's usually like five minutes later, realestateagentsitrust.com. Do your own homework, interview these agents. I think you're going to like it. This is a free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. It's Friday pretty excited that uh now this week pat was my eight month anniversary of ordering a new car yeah oh um it, this is the mm-hmm. biden economy i think we've all come to hope to love and embrace yeah yeah well, you know yeah. but there was a time in the united states when you would when the car dealership would be like harassing you uh-huh. to try to buy cars See, this is this is that american propaganda mm-hmm. that the capitalist system once worked yeah it never it never they were never harassing you to buy a car you always had to go in and they you'd take what they have you place an order and they would be like okay look we will uh, we will try our best to get it to you within the next year that's what you expect in america <laughs> now look there are worse problems to have as we've seen mm-hmm. it's in a some, first world problem yeah it's not yeah. ukraine no. um, you know granted it's it's, I'm, i don't feel like i'm in mariupol right now yeah mm-hmm. um, but um, may i just uh we're the country that invented the first world. So I would like to continue <laughs> to like have to first world problems. Uh-huh. So now yes. I have, for the first time since this order went in, a target production week of June 13th. Wow. So, mm. And I thought June seems far away, but really it's it's already late April. That's, you know, six or seven weeks from now, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. So it'll only be ten months. So only into it, your if purchase. it shows up, Pat. They're now yeah, that is what they're. That's the target production, week, uh-huh. which who knows if that's actually going to happen. But I am curious as now. Glenn ordered a car four years ago, <laughs> and four years ago that car is still not here. No, who's going to get their car? I promise wow. by the end of this quarter. Well, that's like right right around the same time uh-huh. in June. So it's a race. Who gets their car gets first? Up. My guess, neither one of us. <laughs> By the end wow. of June, neither one of these cars is going to be here. Yeah. I mean, look, I, this is supposed to be America. Like, mm-hmm. I, we, we have We're this, being trained to accept, to accept these things. things. In yeah. all, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just cars. In all things, we are being trained, you do with less. And I don't have a problem with that. I, I mean, me personally... Um, 
I, I think we do have a problem with stuff. I know I do. I have a problem with stuff. No one has ever dealt with, you know, with having less than Glenn Beck. I mean, I think we can say this, the self-sacrifice over, over all these years is incredible. incredible. It's been it's remar- incredible. a remarkable yeah. bit up. of restraint. Shut <laughs> up. Um, uh, but with that being said, I want it to be the but individual's like, choice exactly like you're <laughs> right. supposed to be able to buy things and they're supposed to be available when you want to buy them now mm-hmm. look we all you know we had a uh, a freeze here last year in texas where our house was flooded the entire bottom floor was flooded we had all these repairs first world do. problems most people around the world don't have houses I, I, uh, I, yeah. yes, you should do it less. I, yes, people always they talk they talk so badly about the word elitist. I strive to be one. I someday would like to. Yeah, become I don't want to live in a hut. I don't. No. I, I it's like the way America is working, or at least has worked in the past. Even if it's an eight bedroom hut, I don't want to live in it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a faucet that it took a year, a year to arrive. A faucet. Now, oh. why do we? Now, you might say, "Wait a minute! Do, what kind of faucet are you getting?" Right? It's, it was not an expensive. It was like a hundred dollar faucet. And have the same issue. I just got mine this week. I mean, like that's not normal. Ago. And it's a regular faucet. Wow. And it's you might not, say, wow. "Wait a minute! Your house flooded. Why would you need a new faucet?" Shockingly, my wife added some projects to the uh, the list. Uh, that is from shocking. The, from just the flooding, uh, is surprisingly the scope of the job seemed to increase as time. Is there a on. person shoe room? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Probably, yeah. uh, but it, it is amazing though that we are just getting used to this. The pitch from the media is, yeah, look, Europe gets this all the time. They've been dealing with this for a while. Just be more like Europe. You know, mm-hmm. learn to learn to love it. Learn to love that you order something and you don't get it for six months. Enjoy it. Get involved in that process because that's what's around the corner for you. Well, it doesn't have to be. You got to listen to my podcast with Jonathan uh, Haidt. Yeah. It came out last night for Blaze TV. Tomorrow it'll be available everywhere. But we talk about this and we talk about how this particular generation right now uh, is, is not capable of living under true capitalism. It's a fascinating interview. Jonathan Haidt on this weekend's podcast. This is the Glenn Beck Program.